Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jamaa. السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ ریسپیکٹڈ لسنرز آف مرکز صحابہ دا وائس اف اہل سنہ والجماعہ وی ویلکم یو ٹو دس پروگرام دا ڈیٹ ٹوڈے دا فورتھ آف شعبان 1445 کورسپونڈنگ ٹو دی گریگورین کیلنڈر دا 15th آف فیبروری 2024 اور لسنرز کین سینڈ ان یور کویریز ٹو دا نمبر 084786312 فورن کنٹری پلس 27 از دا کوڈ 84786312 Let's welcome Hazrat Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Sahib. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum mawazaid khan. Jazakallahu khairan. Mufti Sahib, with regards to the updates in Gaza, can Mufti Sahib inform us? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. So now we will go to our news first and foremost. And thereafter, insha'Allah, we will go to the Haaretz newspaper. So let's see what our correspondents have to say. So, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <clears throat> so, yeah, there is all this news I'm reading for you now. This is all who still think Iran cares about Sunnis in Gaza or anywhere else. 
Iran has a military capacity to destroy Israeli air bases and fighter jets, but chooses not to. So why they do that? So that they buy, allow Israel to continue its bombing campaign in Gaza. So see that is how they play a game, you see. Now, yeah, you must remember there's another story also. With the halal certificate cancellation by American government itself, McDonald's, KFC, Domino's, Pizza Hut, Starbucks have become non-halal now. The American government has canceled, withdraw the halal certificate against all these important news. So whether this is true or not true, Allah alone knows, but it has come true, you must remember, yeah, and so forth and so on. So Allah alone knows whether that is true or not true. The Hamas proposal suggests its military wing is in good shape, and that is despite all the pain the population of Gaza does not see in the Israeli-U.S. proposal a genuine opportunity for the resumption of a normal life. This is by Azam Tamimi, Middle East Eye. So a person sent me a nice thing. He said, when America-Israel speak of cease fire, then what do they mean? Cease Hamas. Fire Israel. So that is what they mean by ceasefire. You understand? Israel can be allowed to do whatever they want to. <coughs> the Palestinian Chronicle. In this video, Al-Qassam fighters are seen clashing with the enemy vehicles and soldiers on the axis of the city of Khan Yunus. So all this carries on, alhamdulillah. Thereafter, remember breaking the Sir Quds newspaper. A witness from Nasser Hospital, which has been besieged by Israeli military, we appeal for urgent action to save us after the Israeli army gave us until 7 o'clock this morning to evacuate the hospital. Israel forces forced a large number of displaced people to leave to Rafah through a checkpoint with dozens of youth, including journalists, medical staff, were kidnapped. During our exit, a military bulldozer attacked us, forcing us to return to the hospital for shelter, and we are still besieged. So this is the jutlas, you must remember, the biggest crooks you can get. They even stole and looted the wealth and found the Palestinians and people, Gaza, their safes and their houses, and so forth. Difficult scenes. The occupation bombs the orthopedic department at the Nasser Medical Hospital in Khan Yunus. One person was killed and others wounded. The Red Crescent brutal Israeli strikes in the vicinity of Amal Hospital in Khan Yunus damaged parts of the hospital. Now imagine attacking hospitals and all. Russia can allegedly disable U.S. satellites. They're very worried about this. Russia has allegedly developed the ability to neutralize U.S. space assets or any other type of space-based system. The U.S. Department of Defense warned in 2023 that Russia has been testing space-based kinetic anti-satellite weapons for some time. Next one, Marwan Bishara is a senior political analyst. He says, America accepts a ceasefire, whereby Hamas ceases and Israel fires, you see. Listen to this one here. Children have been shot. He says he has covered many, many war situations. Children have been shot in other conflicts I have covered, but never before have I watched as soldiers entice children like mice into a trap and murder them for sport. Just for fun, they go and kill them and so forth. That are the Israelis supposed to be the moral army and has become the most immoral army in the world and the super terrorists of the world. Day 132. Now we read from the Haaretz newspaper. So Hezbollah has war-harmed Israel's north with far more than rockets. IDF 22 terrorist suspects were arrested in the West Bank over the last 24 hours. Washington Post, U.S. and Arab countries aim to present plan for timeline for Palestinian state. Israeli strikes on Lebanon kills 11 people, sources say. Release hostage about his time in captivity. They tortured me. I asked why they took the foreigners. Next, Israel strikes on Lebanon, kills Lebanon. That's what they're saying. Okay, in the age of instant conspiracies, a simply typo is fuel for viral hate. So, uh, a glimpse into Chinese disinfo on Israel.
So remember, the Chinese are playing video games. So in that video games, what they say, Russia and Iran launch strike on Tel Aviv. So this is now the games they play, you understood? So anyway, so that also is okay for us. You must remember, as long as they're attacking and playing mind games with Israel, so that's fine. Who should lead the Palestinians after the Gaza war and how? So you must remember, they want their puppet like Mahmoud Abbas and them to lead, and never will Hamas accept that, obviously. UK records worst year ever for anti-Semitism following the Israeli-Hamas war. So what do you expect? So you support them, so you have to face the consequences. Former official under Putin helped fund new Russian study center at Tel Aviv University. PA President Mahmoud Abbas, that is, he is a traitor, murdered also, urges Hamas to accept a hostage deal to prevent the catastrophe. He said that under him there will never be another intifada. So what good is he? So he is a traitor just like the Saudis and the Emiratis and the Bahrain and Morocco, Egypt, Jordan. They all hope hopeless good for nothing. You must remember that they sell out and so forth. Okay, here they got, you must remember, the uh, cartoon. They got Yahya Sinwar and his wife and them in a tunnel. So now they say, you call this going out. He must have told his wife that we're going out. So he takes them for a spin in the tunnel, you know. So he just making a joke there. The illegal settlement enterprise is eroding, so you see, Israel's legitimacy. You see, this is Haaretz uh, editorial. Gideon Levy writes, with the perfect rescue operation, Israel's dehumanization of Gazans reaches and reached a new low. Good guy Gantz is a narcissist, Netanyahu's dream rival. Next, U.S. sanctions may target more than individuals, and Israel can only blame themselves. So all this going down, you must remember. Now, Sisik and uh, Erdogan met in Cairo. Even burying the hatchet with Egypt, CC can, can't get Erdogan a foothold in Gaza. So you must remember that he wants to have some say, but he can't. Israel authorities demolish home of East Jerusalem social activists, throwing U.S. Uh, so you must remember that U.S. are angry, but they won't do anything. Palestinian leader Abbas walks a tightrope between ending the war and staying in power. You see, the one side he wants to stay in power and other side is just worried about this. So everyone got their own hidden agenda and so forth and so on. So that is what's happening there in the world. Allah have mercy and protect us. Let me just see one more that what latest news that's happening there in Gaza and Palestine and so forth. Okay, Israeli fighter jets pound Rafah City as Palestinians flee north. And so you must remember, he was nameless, often child children lose family identity in Gaza. So imagine this. So they don't even know who they are killing and murdering and killing babies and children. So all this goes on. And on that side there, you know Kansas City, what happened there. Okay. And remember that side in India, more and more corruption is taking place. So that's how they stay in power and so forth and so on. So that is what we can tell you currently what's happening in different parts of the world. Allah Jalla Wala destroyed the apartheid regime. Remember that. Here they got Hezbollah has harmed Israel's north with far more than rockets as escalation brews. So it means that things will go worse there as well. And then they say no. That they don't want this to go out of control, but they support Israel to the hilt and they expect nothing to happen. Obviously, there will be a reaction. Mufti Sahib, the question here is my husband, he's playing video games. Mufti Sahib spoke about video games. So this woman says, my husband is playing games right now as we speak. The radio is loud enough for him to hear it, Mufti Sahib. He says he doesn't need to work. He doesn't want to work also. I'm trying to make ends meet by selling random things. Is this fair? We have four children. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. You must remember what your husband is doing is totally, absolutely haram. 
He's a parasite sitting at home, and instead of going to work, now he wants you to work, and you've got four children to support. So absolutely haram. So you must speak to his family, speak to his parents, his uncles, senior people, and tell them that he's an absolute parasite, and you must say whatever you are spending is a loan to him. So you must remember that. So when he gets the money, all that money must be repaid to you. Not that he sit on his laurels, think of Hadi, and you must work and so forth and so on. Absolutely, totally haram. In Islam, the breadwinner is always the husband, the father, and not the wife or the mother. We need to be clear on that issue there. Next point is this. Why are you doing all these type of things here? So you must remember you should go to your local ulama and scholars and them and speak to them. They need to speak to him. He's just sitting there playing with the TV, playing with the phone, playing with this and killing time there and so forth because he's a parasite and he's just there. You must remember that eating, drinking free of charge, shame on you. So remember absolutely haram it is what you are doing. Muftisab, a question here. What are the etiquettes of visiting the sick? So remember, there are many, many etiquettes. Imagine the miracle of Islam 1400 years ago. The hadith is in Abu Dawood. Today you go to all these fancy clinics and so forth. Before you enter, they'll tell you, wash your hands. And when you leave, also wash your hands and so Islam went even further than that. Islam said before you go and visit the ill and the sick, whether at home, hospital, wherever, this is mustahab sunnah, go in the state of hudu. So imagine, make hudu and that is adab. The hadith is in Abu Dawood. Second one, when you go to the sick, then always build their confidence. That person got cancer, that person got leukemia, that person got AIDS, that person got whatever sickness. You don't go tell him, you know what, your sickness you got last week, my neighbor had the same sickness and he died with it, you understand? So this foolish now, Sir, must remember. So the same gender, male to male, female to female, put your hand on their forehead, the sick person, and that is a sunnah and nabawiyah, and say, la ba'sa tahurun, inshallah, you're looking better, and it's a blessing in disguise, your sins are getting forgiven, and so forth, so that's a sunnah dua to read. Then today you see the hospitals, the clinics and that, they have limited visitation hours 2 to 3 or 10 to 11 or 7 to 8 at night, whatever it is. So Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu taught us Takfiful Julusi Minas Sunnah. So what? That is to sit little while. That is Sunnah. And not five people, four people go and visit and you ask the same question. How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? So are you crazy or what? The three, one person is there, he can ask the question and the remainder. Or if you're asking a different question, is understood. But what everybody wants to ask the same question. So you mustn't give any form of taklif and difficulty for the person who's ill and sick. Today the problem is that we pay, you know, all sanctimonious we are. 90%, we have a double identity. We will say, you know, how sick that person is. I'm going to visit him and I'm going or her and thus and all that. But if you got a real feeling for that person or that family and so forth, beautiful hadith. This kind of hadith, you, Mona Zahid, and you, the listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Jama'ah, and you know Arabic, you, the Talibah, the Talibat, and so forth. You should write it down, record it, paste it somewhere, so you learn it, propagate it, and practice on it. I give you the whole hadith, three parts to the hadith, and it is mentioned in the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood. Imam Abu Dawood has mentioned 800 marasil ahadith. If you have the India-Pakistan copy, especially the Pakistani copy, so you will find Sunan Abu Dawood, and then in the ending, the 800 marasil some you will find marasil is totally separate. What is the meaning of mursal marasil? Ma rawahu tabi'i anin nabihi sallallahu alayhi sallam wa ahdafa isma sahabi Where the tabi'i reports directly from Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam and the name of the sahabi has been deleted or muttered. Anil Hassan al-Basri rahimahullah qal 
Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Now it's obvious Hassan Basri never ever met. He was only born in the time of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu And so how could he meet Nabi alayhi salam? Sayyidina Umar made his tahniq and so forth. Allahumma faqihu fi deen wa habibhu ila nas. So that is what Sayyidina Umar read while performing, making the tahniq of Sayyidina Hassan Basri. He was born in Medina Munawwara at the age of 14. Then they migrated the family from Medina to Basra. Hence, Hassan al-Basri, like that. So, there were political reasons or whatever reasons. And my majority scholars say, Mursal Hadith is Dalil and evidence also. So, what are the three parts of the beautiful Hadith? See, today, so many people kidnap and burglary and Allah alone protect us. Always read Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 64. فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظًا Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is the one you must remember that He is خَيْرٌ حَافِظًا the best protector and وَهُوَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ the one who is the most merciful one to show mercy so you must remember that Almighty Allah Jalla Wala alone will protect us and is the most merciful one to show mercy so that is what we should understand, that now the hadith, so the hadith is telling us, Hassinu, Hassinu, now you need to understand the philology history. Hassinu comes from the word Hisnun. You know the book Hisne Hassin. Some people, they don't know how to make Hassan Hussein. So you must remember, so it means a fort. Used to have built big, big forts those days for protection, Lal Qila. The raid fort day in India, in Delhi, like that. So wartime, they used to take protection, refuge there. So hassinu amwalakum zakat. Pay zakat in cash or kind, and then your wealth with the help and mercy of Allah will be protected and fortified. Wada, now to do with your question. Wada wu mardakum and give charity, voluntary charity. Give it to Muslim, non-Muslim, anybody, cash or kind. So you must remember that is one type of dawa. Wadawu dawa. So give one medication for your sick, your father, mother, friend, colleague, whoever is sick. So give out some charity for them. Give out for the whole ummah. You understand? So in that way, there you give out one is zakat for Muslims only, poor Muslim. One is charity, and that is voluntary charity. So we may make this part of our daily routine and so forth. You got two, then three. You've been to Durban, Cape Town, Port Elizabeth, Mauritius, all that, and you saw the waves when they come. So in life, there are vicissitudes, there are ups and downs, they duk and suk. As you say, some days everything going good. You see our street here. So you must remember that, and you must remember that what happens, you will find that the people, you must remember last night and yesterday, for hours, several hours, you must remember they had no water and they had no electricity. Hmm. Now imagine husband, wife will be fighting, parents, children will be going for one another. We must move from here. Where do you move? And where is your money? You and have everybody doesn't have the money to go and put a generator, inverter and all that. No one, how many people got the capacity can afford to go buy a big, big Jojo and all that. So very few people comparatively so the government, how they have failed us, you must remember. 30 years, hopeless, useless rule. So if you ask me, I'll give them 15%, 20%. You must remember that absolute FF, you understand? Double failure. So wastaqbilu, so face an encounter. Amwaj al-bala, amwaj, the plural of mawj. Fawj afwaj. You see, so mawj, so remember the waves come of calamity, problem, problem, problem. So what must you do? You have to be sincere and turn to only Allah. When we do I, what the darru? They turn more and more to Allah, cry more and more to Allah. But our problem is what is this? Yeah, again, we mixed up. 
When the calamity comes, we are crying, we are reading Salat, we are reading Quran. When things come back hunky-dory and things come back to normal, conveniently we forget Allah Ta'ala. The kuffar, the non-Muslims, the boat, the ship now is caught up in the waves and caught up in the storm. They say, oh Allah, we beg you, we praise you alone, save us all. Allah is Arhamur Rahimin, He saves them. Now they're back on the land and the sand by the shore, so they go back and make shirk again. So we are not making shirk, but we are doing something kufran. We become ungrateful again, kufran, and then we commit our vices and sins. See tomorrow. See tomorrow. So now people in one masjid, they invite a non-Muslim uh, deputy president. But the deputy president got how many charges of corruption against him? So you must remember that. So now it is not a sign that we have become so corrupted that our minds have become corrupted. We can't distinguish and draw a dichotomy what is haq and batil. I was in Canada. I was somewhere Britain, Canada, overseas I was. And I heard, you must remember that year, that uh, this politician, Cyril, is coming here. You must remember that. That time, I think he was deputy president or whatever. So you must remember, maybe a president also, but I think he was a deputy. So whether he was deputy or president, man, you can check it up also. So you must remember he's coming here to the Eidgah. So I sent out a message on Twitter, on X. That time it was Twitter. I said that you must not go there and allow our Eidgah to be polluted. Some people in favor and some people very upset. Now they the same people who are swearing them. You understand? You see, when our people become, you must remember, this, you know, fence-sitters. So you don't know what you want to do. So you sit there. Then sometimes you sway this way, sometimes you sway that way. Quran Karim says, So these people who are fence-sitters, Quran calls them munafikin, hypocrites. And when you remember that when you are a fence-sitter, <coughs> you are committing a major, major offense. You must remember that. So now, is that an indictment upon us? Quran says, innamal mushrikuna najas. It don't mean if you shake hand with them or touch them, your hand will become napak, no. But their belief structure is so impure and corrupted and so, then we give them the platform on a Friday. Now, who is to blame, I'm asking you, for this type of thing? We give them a platform on our Eidgah and so forth. We give them a platform there and we're happy about it. You must remember this. If it's a Muslim politician or something, you can still maybe say, although that also shouldn't happen, because majority of them also, Muslims also are corrupted to the core. So you must remember, but non-Muslims, so you see, so that is where we're going wrong, that we want to now, Quran says, Ayabatahuna indahumul izza. Are they looking and searching for honor and power by these non-Muslims? For innal izzata lillahi jami'ah. Honor is only solely by him, Almighty Allah. Again today it happened. The Jutla said this morning, he admitted himself, we have killed, they said the Jutla, they have killed more Muslims than Hitler called Jews. Then they have killed more Muslims, then Hitler killed the Jews. That is what he said, one Jutla. He said, and next is you, AK. You see, I said, I'm waiting. I don't have AK-47. I got AK-255. You understand? I want to ask you, Jutla, Jutli, one question. Why you like me so much, inverted commas, that you wake up 4 o'clock, 4.30 to listen to me? I'm very honored, you understand? So we're going to finish you up, you Jutla Jutli, and you're going to lose the whole of Israel, and Palestine will regain its former glory, and so forth. I say this is an old tactic of yours. 
the truth is unpalatable to you and then you imitate you intimidate you try and blackmail you try and do all these kind of things you baby killers you super murderers and we gave them all the titles they deserve the biggest crooks they are so stealing money stealing all of this thing from the Gaza people so even they are valuables they stole and what have you so all this is documented so you must remember that that is where this ummah is going wrong our focus must be on almighty Allah and not on people and that is what we should be doing when we go for umrah we go for hajj we go for ziyarat that remember this was our topic today inshallah after break that how should we be spending our time when we are in the haramain sharifain or even at al-aqsa al-mubarak and so forth jeev there's one more one two questions to ask a person says yeah I want to know why do Muslims have a light approach to Orthodox Jews and Christians? Is it not shirk that they take a son for Allah? How could they be Ahlul Kitab? So you must remember that Quran calls them Ahlul Kitab. The same Allah who said, وَقَالَتِ الْيَهُودُ أُزَيْرُ نُبْنُ اللَّهِ The same, وَقَالَتِ النَّصَارُ الْمَسِيحُ بْنُ اللَّهِ The same Allah said, Uzair, Ezra, the son of Allah. Jesus, the son of Mary, they said, is son of Allah. But the same Allah called them Ahlul Kitab. So you must remember that that is Allah's wisdom, meaning they have a divine book, they have a divine scripture, they have a prophet who came to them, and so forth. So therefore, there is little bit takhfif and concession with them. So that is what Quran is teaching you, and so forth and so on. But in this day and this age, we must be fair even to our enemies. You must remember 90% of the Jews, they don't believe in Ezra. It was one group of Jews only. Not all the Jews, even the Orthodox Jews today don't believe in that. In Christianity, these people got Christian names, but they hardly believe in Christianity today. The only time when I went to Italy and that you see all the churches are closed, 90%, you must remember that. So I asked him, Abdullah, when these churches open? He said the only time they open when there's marriage or somebody dies. Uh, so that's the only time when somebody getting married or somebody dies. Then they. So they're not interested in their religion and all these type of things. You must remember that. And therefore, they're fed up. You must remember. They're looking for something which is true because they know their Judaism, their Christianity is not true. So that is where we come in and must fill that vacuum and present to them the true Islam without fear and favor. So but we are failing in that regard as well. Inshallah, we'll meet you after the break. You are listening to Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. You are listening to Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. Respected listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. In the next few minutes, inshallah, we'll be discussing how to spend our time correctly in Makkah Mukarramah and Medina Munawwara. Mufti Sab. How should we spend our time correctly in Makkah Mukarramah and Medina Munawwara? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Whenever a person embarks on the journey for Umrah, for Ziyarah Medina Munawwara, or for Aqsa, or Hajj time for Hajj, first thing, ask ourselves what is our niyat, our intention. Even now, we got time for tashihun niyyah to rectify our intention. Sometimes our intention is just for a holiday or a honeymoon if they're newly wed, or it is just a shopping spree and so forth. The most important aim must be that we want to please Almighty Allah Azawajalla. We want to please Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that should be our aim. Everything else is secondary, remember that. So that's the first thing. Second thing is this, make a timetable. I've got four days, I've got six days, I've got eight days, nine days, because today things are so expensive, people go for 10 days and so forth. How much they paid? 50, 60, 70, 80,000 per person, so depending which hotels they're staying, what package they took and so forth. So that is why most people just go for 10, 12 days and they come back and so forth. One, two days are gone in traveling also. So we should be very clear that how you should spend your time 
So you must look at have a proper timetable, a program, a schedule that at this time it must be this, this time must be this, and so forth. That's two. Three, then where must you go first? So obviously it's all up to you, and especially if you're going with your wife, your daughter, sister, mother, and so, you must ask them, because you have a lot of problems with their menses and their haze and that. Yesterday a question came to me, yesterday, that the lady says, I'm going for Hajj, but when I go to Makkah, I will be in my menses. So she's already worried about the menses from now. So I said, take some medication, yeah, while you're here, you can change some things maybe and do some this and all these kind of things. But see, so you must be careful about it, you must remember, because it can create a lot of problems for you, the husband, and for her, and so forth, and your whole journey gets spoiled. People leave for Makkah two days, three days, four days. In that three, four, five days, that the whole, all entire stay, the wife is in menses, so she can't perform Umrah, but she can in Ihram, she left to cut her hair and to come out of Ihram, they were to slaughter a goat or a sheep there in Makkah as a dumb, and dumb means blood. And remember, any time in future, qada of that Umrah will be compulsory. All this is unanimous. You must remember that. You have to make qada of it is compulsory. So it shows that now where must you go first? Makkah, Mukarrah, Madinah, Munawwara. So if you know your wife and them are expecting their menses, you must remember, then accordingly you make your package and so forth and so on. So all these are issues you should be thinking about. Now, I, if you're speaking about preference, so I would prefer you go first to Medina Munawwara. Why? For you, the public, and you're going first time, second time. For the men, it's very difficult in the plane and go around in the haram and that. You can see how uncomfortable they are. We used to it. Every day we wear a haram. What I mean every day we wear a haram? That I wear lungi every day. Lungi is what? It's a haram. So you must remember that I sleep with it and everything. So we used to it. But the public is not used to it. They like clumsy people. They don't know how to fasten it. Then they walk like you understand. They don't know what they're doing and so forth. So rather, one reason, you go to Medina Munawwara first. If you are flying on Saudi, so I don't know if this how long they're going to fly and all that. But nevertheless, you must remember, they don't fly direct to Medina. So you must remember that you go to Jeddah. From Jeddah, you go by train or you go by plane or you go by bus, by taxi to Medina Munawwara. And easy it is. And if you're going via Dubai, you're going via Turkey, via Ethiopia, all that. See which airline flies, you must remember, direct to Medina Munawwara. So that will make life very easy for you. Then from Medina, you fasten your ihram after your three days, five days, eight days, whatever the case might be. So one benefit, you don't have to fasten ihram when you're going to Medina. Second benefit, when you study Siratun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then you find that he, Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, every Umrah, every Hajj that he performed after it became compulsory, the Hajj, was from Medina Munawwara. So it shows that is Ittiba'un Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Therefore, I always used to tell the agents, always take the Hajjis first. So today our South African agents, 90% of them, they go first to Medina Munawwara and then they used to give them seven nights, eight nights, and then they used to say, you're shortchanging the Hajjis, you know. That now they stuck on 30 Salah, 33 Salah, 37, some are stuck on 38. I say you must give nine nights. Why? You don't know how long it's going to take at the airport and all that. Planes get delayed and so forth, and they're paying fancy amounts, especially nowadays. You can't get the package for less than 200,000 rand per person. If you are going for four, five, six weeks and you want a good, decent package, you must remember that. So at least be fair to them and so forth, not just you worry about taking the money and so forth. So alhamdulillah, some of them are giving nine nights and so forth. So that's good. I'm speaking about people going for Hajj. Now, how much you spend your time in Medina Munawwara? See the Sufis, the Awliyaullah. So you must remember that, that what they said. So you must remember that. They said that you must remember that everyone ends on a meme, you know. Qillatul Kalam, speak less. 
So read more Durud Sharif. So in Medina Munawwara, more Salawat Durud Sharif. In Makkah Mukarramah, more Kalima Tayyibah. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Like that. So Qillatul Ta'am. And then Qillatul Kalam. Then Qillatul Ta'am. So now there you get so many restaurants so many hotels so many this say today let us go here let us go there let us go there so mashallah if you got real concern you must remember that i mean my wife many a time she's to cook there you understood and so forth but today if you tell our people they're not interested in this type of this hey we came for holiday here we came to relax here and all what you're talking of we must cook you know and cook will be what? Simple things. If you just take beans with you, you take fish with you, you take this type of thing. Quick meal, you must remember this type of things. So you know you are eating halal and Now, yeah, our people eating KFC, eating McDonald's, eating this, eating that, eating in the hotel. You know Saudi Arabia got no tekana at all. They have made everything halal. They kullu halal, they'll tell you. So that killatul kalam, speak less. Killatul ta'am, eat less. Eat less don't mean that you must be fasting. You eat nicely, but you don't overindulge. You must remember that. Then killatul manam, and sleep less. You must remember that. You are in Medina Munawwara. You are in Makkah Mukarramah. At least practice on the verses Quran says. So the tabi'i, the, the awliya, Allah, the pious people, sahaba and others. So now my one cousin, he went first time in his life. So now in the Tahajjud Azan went, he ran. Then he's wondering how long still for Fajr Salat. He didn't know they give two Azans there, one for Tahajjud. He's waiting, waiting, waiting. So after they say, oh, they do like this, so now only wake up the second Azan. You understand? You see, the mind is not made up. You must remember this type of things here. So now you say, hey, first day they caught me. Now they can't catch me. Now only go second Azan. So you must remember that. Bye. You should be thankful. You went early, read eight rakat, six rakat, four rakat, two rakat, tahajjud. Read some Quran Sharif. Make some dua. Take out five, ten minutes for istighfar. So that is what Islam teaches us. You must remember this. Say, no, 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 they caught me. So now only wake up second. You see, the mind is there. It's not there. You must remember. Then another thing, you see, qillatul kalam, qillatul tu'am, qillatul manam, and the last one, qillatul ikhtilat ma'al anam. Anam means human beings. But sometimes you can call it qillatul ikhtilat ma'al anam also. Anam is the animals, you know, so sometimes. I was in Hilton Hotel, you understand? Now to stay in Hilton in Medina, and you pay big money, you know. So now these children, Arab children, running a racket, you understood, and passing our door and running, one o'clock, two o'clock. So one night I kept quiet. I said, no. Next night I got very upset. So I know Hilton has got, you understand, always a manager on duty. You understand? So anytime you can just phone them. They have all the numbers. So he picked up. I said, sir, he knows which room I'm speaking, but it shows there. I say, come see ye yourself, or you send somebody, and see these children here. Yeah, I didn't say Arab. I say these children, they're on holiday. What a record and maze noise they are making. I mean, we stay in Hilton. We pay a very fancy price, and then we can't even sleep and so forth. I say, I apologize. I say, you apologize means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. So you must remember that you have to sort this thing out and tell their parents that they taught their children no discipline, no nothing. They said, okay, I transfer your room to a smart... I say, it's not the issue of the room. I don't have a problem with the room. You go the other side, these children, they also. They run from one corner to the other corner. So he said, no, these, there, there. And after some time, everything settled down, you see. So the problem is what? that You can't say, killatul ikhtilat ma'al anam. Anam means children, people. But yeah, you have to say Qillatul Ikhtilat Ma'al An'am. That they, you must mix less with the animals. They behave just like animals, you must remember that. Run a racket, you must remember. But where are the parents? You must remember this type of things. It's Man Khapla. Food time, you must see how much they dish out.
and how much is this waste and in Palestine there's no food how you feel and then the Saudi law is this the leftover food you must pick it up and just dump it nobody else is allowed to eat it there's a law in Saudi Arabia so they'll tell you now that you'll get this sickness and this virus and the whole mind is kufr, you understand? They think just like the kufar mentality, you must remember, to uphold that standard, you know, my Hilton and Oberoi and this and what and what and what. So you must remember. So these are tips you must understand. So in Medina, Manawara, Makkah, Mukarama, you must have a set program, what you're going to do. You must have, see, I give you three things, which hardly anybody does. So if you are not a Hafiz, you must make the intention, my stay in Medina Munawara, I will complete one Quran Sharif. Ask people if they complete the Quran. Both Makkah and Medina put together, they hardly finish. I am telling you, you got so much time. You should be taking so much time out for Tilawat of Quran. Inshallah in Medina Munawara, I'll complete Quran. Inshallah, in Makkah Mukarramah, I will complete Quran. If you can't do that, that is A'ala, the best. Then come to the second one, Makkah, Medina, put together, then I will complete my Quran, Sharif. You see, when we used to go for Hajj, we used to take the people, the groups. I said that every one of you, you're starting your journey, Medina, starting your jakaj, going to Makkah, going to Azizia. Then the days of Hajj, we go to Mina. Then next day we go Arafat. In Arafat, after the Zohar Asr, we combine. Then first thing you do is read the last ten surahs, last five surahs, and then you complete your Quran Sharif in Maidan Arafat. Hmm. And then you stand, and if you can, and then start your dua. And you tell me if your duas are not accepted. You see? Mokai shanasi, mardam shanasi, we must know which occasion, what to do. We must know what, who we are speaking and so forth and so on. Sometimes those days there were great, great awliya, ullah and people used to come, they used to have majlis and so forth. Abamah, Yunus Patel and all of them, rahimumullah. So that, so now also you'll have some. So if you know really, then you can go spend some time there also and so forth. So in Medina Munawara, our time must be spent with Durud Sharif. Our time should be spent, you must remember, staying away from vices and sin. And be very careful what you eat and with who you mingle and associate. Our South Africans will sit there in the foyer and gupship, socialize. First they will speak about <coughs> us, then it will come to sports, then it will come to politics, then it comes to just killing time, waste of time. Quran Karim states, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنِ اللَّغْوِ That the true believers are those who turn away from all type of, you must remember, futile actions, futile speech, you see. So that is that. Then the, the man, you go one day for ziyarat. You, the man, Friday, you go to Baki, like that. So you must have a set program and so forth. Now you come, you're going to go to Makkah, Mukarramah. So you should be practicing how you're going to fasten your ihram, how you're going to walk in ihram and so forth. There's a lot of walking to be done. So especially nowadays and all the police say, no, mamnu, you can't come here. You must go there. You must go there. You can't tell them anything. They are crazy. They lock you up. Hmm. So you must remember this type of thing. So like that. So now when you enter, so now you perform Umrah. How to perform Umrah, we told you a hundred times. Now how to spend your time. See, I give you three, four easy, easy examples. In Medina Manovara, you get the best dates there. The Ajwa you will get there, the Barni you will get there, all that. Why you buy the Ajwa, Barni, all the days and just put them away? And for gifts and that. Every day you must eat Ajwa. Every day eat Barni. When will we go to Medina Munawar again? We don't know. So when you're in Makkah, Mukarrama, instead of buying this Coke and Pepsi and Allah alone knows what and what, drink Zamzam water. Everywhere is available. Medina also is available. So the maximum amount, Sayyidina Omar's hadith mentioned in Ibn Majah, drink, drink so much that you must remember that you start burping like, you understand? So that is how you so see, simple thing like that. So the food part I told you and that. Then when you go Makkah from the whether it's Umrah, whether it's Hajj, hadith in Tirmidhi, Mantafa bil bayti khamsina marra. 
You should make intention that I am going to perform 55 zero tawafs. One tawaf is seven rounds. So 350 times you're going to go around the Baytullah. Because seven, and then you must remember, is one. So now 50, so now, and you must go. So what your time? So 350. Work it out and just see how many times it is. So you must remember that. So like seven times five, you know, 35, like 350. So in that way there, so you go. But our people will go around the malls 350 times. Tawaf, they'll make three, four, five, ten, finish and club. So, Hazrat bin Nuri, rahimahullah, I was in his majlis. He said, Jawani ka zamana tha, hum battis, battis, tentis, tentis, martaba, yawmiya, tawaf karte the. Hmm. He says, we used to perform 32, 33 tawafs per day during our youth. I'm thinking if we have to do 30, 30 tawafs per day, our janaza will come out. You understand? <laughs> so, you must remember that. But if you really have that love and so, if you are staying t- five days, so every day 10, 10, 10, it's, it's possible, it's not something impossible. But you must have that will, that zeal, that enthusiasm and so forth. Then the men, they hardly go to the graveyard, Friday or any day. Our mother Sayyida Khadija radiallahu anha is buried there. Sayyida Aisha's sister Asma is buried there. Sayyida Aisha's nephew Abdullah bin Zubair is buried there. Thousands of Sahaba are buried there. So you must remember, so we forgot all the, see just now you heard, Shane Sahaba Zindabad, Shane Sahaba. I see Suleiman was moving also. You understand? He was enjoying it. <laughs> so you must remember this type of things there. So you must remember this, but the Shane Sahaba is Badal Wafat. Also we go, Quran teaches us this. Go and read. Mm-hmm. You see, we don't understand and we don't want to understand. Surah 59, Surah Hashar, verses 8 and 9. In verse 8, Allah praises the muhajireen. Lil muhajireen alladhina ukhriju min diarim wa That is Sahaba muhajireen. Chapter 59, verse 8. Chapter 59, verse 9. Allah is praising who? The Ansar. They love those people who came there and migrated to them. How they love them? They gave preference to them, or to the muhajireen over themselves, even though they were in need themselves. Who will do that? So you must remember chapter 59, verse 9. Then chapter 59, verse 10. And those true Muslims who came after them, what they say, Yaqulun, Rabbana khfil lana, Ya Allah forgive us, Wali ikhwan in alladheena sabakuna bil iman. You see that? So who is first ikhwan in Allah? Sahaba, male and female. Then comes the ummat and so forth. So see the uslub, the methodology of Quran. Rabbana khfil lana, Wali ikhwan in alladheena sabakuna bil iman. Today we don't have time for our mother, Sayyidah Khadija, the greatest lady of all time, you must remember one can say, is Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha. She embraced Islam, the first person, al-itlaq, men, women, and everybody, children, and so. She gave her wealth to Nabi sallallahu alaihi She gave everything to them. She's the mother of Nabi sallallahu alaihi children. Bukhari's hadith, inna kanat wa kanat. But this ummah don't have time for Mother Khadija radiallahu anha. So what is? So therefore, we must have priorities that what am I going to do, and so forth and so on, and always read the Kalima Tayyibah abundantly, always in Makkah, Medina, in between. Read, you must remember, Ya Allah, Tawaffana Muslimin, Walhiqna bi shuhadai wa salihin. Ya Allah, let me die with Iman and Islam. And remember, go read Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101, Tawaffani Muslima, Walhiqni bi salihin. So all this Allah Ta'ala accept the Umrah, accept Ziyarat, accept the Hajj of those who are going and so forth. Allah Jalla Wala accept it. Zakum la khairan to Mufti Sapin to allow listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran ya Rabbi, shukran. Marqa Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are.